Hello, mamas. I've got something good for you today. But first, celebration time. This week starts the celebration for Restored Mama hitting one year, 10,000 downloads, and 100 episodes. It's so exciting. I can't believe Restored Mama is here. Hold on to your coffee because we are diving in today. I've got a great episode and some fun giveaways. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Okay, first giveaway. If you sign up for the Restored Mama newsletter, you'll get entered to win an Amazon gift card. Woo! Who doesn't love Amazon? Especially us moms who are so busy, we don't want to have to go to the store. We just order things off Amazon and have it shipped right to us. Well, I will send you an Amazon gift card if you win the drawing. All you have to do is go up to restoredmama.com and sign up for the newsletter. Super easy. It's just one email a week. I'm not spamming you. One email a week with awesome tips, direct links to the new episodes, and fun stuff. You'll get updates about me. You'll get updates about podcast. No spamming. So go sign up and get entered to win an Amazon gift card. Okay, so that's it for the first giveaway for celebration. Let's dive on into the good stuff today. All us mamas have had to deal with some nastiness at some point from our kids. Well, I had one of those moments. Okay, so I've had multiple moments like that with my kids, but I had a really bad one last week. I walk in to James's room to wake him up, and the moment I open the door, I smell it. And I know, oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. (laughs) I walk into the room, I see him standing there, and he is covered, like full-blown covered in poop. Hair face all up and down in his clothes. Oh, it's gross. It's so gross. And it just reeks in his room. It's bad. So I very carefully pick him up by the cleanest part of his body so I don't get it on me. And I carry him very quickly to the bathroom to strip him down. So first thing in the morning, he has to take his bath and he is screaming and crying and I am gagging because it smells so bad and he gets all clean. Everybody's happy. I get him some juice, calm him down. And we don't watch TV first thing in the morning anymore. But this morning it had to happen because I had a mess to clean up. So the show goes on. I go into his room. 
Caleb screaming because he's not happy. George is awake, just grumpy on the couch. And I spent an hour scrubbing the bedroom. Poop was everywhere, all over the mattress, all over the covers, all over the pillow, like inside the pillow, all over the slats in the crib. It was even on the wall and the floor. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how it gets on the wall and the floor, but it did. Oh, it was so gross. Needless to say, no more chocolate milk for James. (laughs) And my morning was a little off kilter, not how I had planned it to go. And not everything got done that morning. Breakfast was just some cereal that morning. I did not cook like normal. And we had to air out the entire house because leaving the bedroom door open got that smell everywhere. Needless to say, those pajamas got thrown away. I did not wash them. And I took all the bedding out to the front yard and I hosed it down. I did not want that in my washer. So what do you do when poop hits the fan and the walls and the floor and the bed and everywhere? Either literally or figuratively speaking, because we all have the literal moments of poop getting everywhere. I mean, it's a human bodily function and kids get sick or they can't handle dairy like James. So what do you do? Well, if it happens literally, everything has to stop and you've got to clean it up. And you have to be able to, in an instant, decide what is shifting in that moment. What has to pause? What has to stop? So you can get this more important thing taken care of. Okay, but what happens if it's figuratively? Poop didn't literally hit the fan and the walls and the floor and the bed and everything else. But it feels like it. It feels like your life is just poop hitting the fan every single day. Because it's one thing after another. So how do you shift things around in that busy season? How do you shift things around in that busy moment? Oftentimes we can get this mom guilt that is just in there because we have so much going on. Poop is hitting the fan and we can't give our kids the attention that we feel that they need. We can't give our business the attention we feel it needs. And then everything else seems like we're just dropping balls left and right. We can't be expected to do it all, but sometimes people put those expectations on us. But majority of the time we put those expectations on ourselves. We can't expect everything to be done by ourselves. Well, I am in a very busy season right now. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you know we are moving. We get the keys this Saturday. Since we're getting in a little early, we're going to paint and do all the things before we actually move in. So excited. But that means sometimes it feels like poop sitting in the fan because I have so much stuff going on. All the last minute things like the sudden paperwork that I need to read through and sign and all of that for the house buying process, all that's done. It's not the the instant things anymore, so I can plan a little bit better, but it still feels like I have an insane amount of things and no time. So I have had to learn to shift things mentally, emotionally, and physically, and I had to give myself grace and know I can't do all the things. I'm not supposed to do all the things. I'm only supposed to do some of the things, delegate other things, and let other things go for this season. So how did I do that? How did I determine what needed to be done? How did I determine what needed to be shifted? And how do I handle that mentally and emotionally? Number one, if it's a busy season, then you need to evaluate what is okay to shift in that season. I'll give you an example from my current life. We are moving. There's boxes everywhere. And I have a lot of extra things on my plate on top of my normal daily tasks. 
on top of my business, on top of my kids, on top of homeschooling. I have had to evaluate what is okay to shift, what is okay to let go, what is okay to put pause on, and then what things need to take priority. Now, because of the moving system that I have, I don't have to shift a whole lot of things. I don't have to put pause on a whole lot of things because I had a good system, we had time, and I had it all planned out. But there still are extra things on my plate with moving, which means some things do have to shift. I can't do everything. When something gets put on my plate when I'm already so busy, I can't just keep adding things. I have to take something away, whether it's forever or for a season. So I had to sit down and evaluate it. So I took a look at my business. What is it in my business that I can put pause on? What is it that is not crucial to do in this moment? Well, everything is crucial, especially with this whole celebration of this month. I can't really put pause on anything in my business, but I can shift it. There's nothing that I could not do, but I can shift it, which means the episodes. I'm still doing the episodes, but they aren't on the same days, and I have to adjust it week by week based off of what is happening that week. I can't be consistent with the times of the episodes, but I can be consistent on doing the episodes. So I had to evaluate that. What can I actually expect of myself realistically? Because my schedule is so different with this move season, I can't expect myself to have the same availability for recording. My kids are not on their same schedule. My entire life has shifted temporarily. It's just temporary. And I know that the season is temporary. So I've evaluated and I've decided episodes can shift. Even though I'm doing the episodes, they're just not going to be on the same time. And then I have homeschooling. Homeschooling started right when all of this started with the move and all the busyness. So I had to evaluate what can I pause or shift in homeschooling? Well, I can't just not do homeschooling. It's important. My children need to learn. But is there something that I can maybe take away for a season or put pause on for a season or shift for a season? So we are focusing on the crucial things. So there are worksheets that we do for science and social studies, math, language arts. We're continuing with those worksheets. And then I'm having her do extra for language arts and math because those are the two areas that she struggles in. So we're focusing on those. And I've let history just kind of fall to the side for a moment. Science, we're not doing as much in science. And as soon as we finish the move, we'll pick that back up and get right back in it. But we've had to put pause on a couple things in there just for the short season. And we're focusing on other things with her homeschooling because I just don't have the time to devote hours like I did before. So I just took those big chunks of things that require my time in my life during this busy season and evaluated what I could shift or put pause on. And there were other things too that I put pause on or shifted around in my schedule. But that's what you do if it's a busy season. Just evaluate what is happening in your life. What can you put pause on? What can you shift? And give yourself some grace because you cannot do all the things. So what happens if it's a busy moment? Like when James had the poop explosion from the chocolate milk when I went in there that morning. So what happens? Well, you have to instantly decide what can shift in that moment. It's only a moment. It's not forever. It's not even the entire day, but it does have to shift in that moment. So I had to evaluate my morning. What can shift? What can I adjust? Or what can I take away? Well, the kids can have cereal one day. They don't have to have healthy stuff every single morning. This morning, we're just going to put a pause on it. I'm not going to cook breakfast. You can eat some cereal and almond milk. 
and then we'll go about our day. But I knew when I did that, they're going to get hungry sooner because that's straight carbs. They're not having any substance. So we're going to have to have an early snack. So I shifted my day around and I took out the cooking breakfast because that takes time. I shifted the rest of my morning around because I knew snack time was going to have to be earlier. They would get hungry or they're going to be super cranky because they're hungry and I'm still trying to do snack at the same time. So I set those expectations for the morning and I shifted it around because I knew I couldn't do all the things. My laundry did not get done first thing in the morning because I had to wash his bed sheets. His bedding was washed instead of my normal clothes. So the laundry had to get done in the afternoon as well. So I ended up having to do two loads. If you're confused, I have a laundry episode for my whole system. I'll link that in the show notes. But I have my whole laundry system and I had to shift that laundry system a bit that day to be able to get his bedding washed. So I just evaluated the moment and I shifted things around. Number two, take time to rest. When you're in that busy season and we expect ourselves to be able to do all the things, we oftentimes don't rest. But if you don't rest, you're going to get worn out. You're going to get exhausted. And in that busy season, it is crucial to get the rest because you don't want to get worn out. You don't have time. You don't have time to get worn out and exhausted. You're too busy. So it's a lot more smart to take a little bit of time to rest so your body can recuperate and end up getting sick and exhausted. And then everything falls to the wayside instead of just a moment. For example, for my own current season, we are surrounded by boxes and the house feels like it's a mess. Yeah, it's clean and things are put away, but having boxes surrounding you all day, every day, it can really get to you mentally because, well, especially for me, because I like things orderly and organized and clean. And I just don't feel like that in my house right now. So it doesn't feel calming and relaxing to me like it should. So Sunday after church, it was very apparent that we were all feeling like that. So I suggested, hey, let's go out to eat. Instead of going home and getting straight to the work that we would normally be doing that day to get ready for the move, I said, nope, let's just take a pause. Let's go out to eat. And we just enjoyed our family time. And then we came home and we got going on the rest of the things that needed to get done. But we took a chunk of time out of the day just to enjoy each other's company. And we were invited to a friend's children's birthday party yesterday. I wanted to go because I want to support my friend. I want to support her kids because they are important people in our life. But in the back of my mind, all I could think was, oh, I have so much to get done. We still have homeschooling. I still have stuff for work. We still have a few things to pack because we're getting our keys early. There's so much going on. The bathrooms need to be clean. The floors are all dirty. And so I was going through all the stuff in my head of what needed to get done that morning. Even though I had planned to go, I woke up that morning with just my list of all the things that had to get done. Even though I have it all planned out, it's not a to-do list. It's my organized brain dump. I still had that going through my mind because this was going to be pretty much the entire day. But then I said, no, I need to rest. My kids need to rest. We need to enjoy our time. Now, not everybody feels like it's rest when you go to a big party or or with a group of people. But that is rest for me. I am recharged by people. So I decided, let's go. We're going to support our friends. We're going to have some fun. We're just going to put everything to the side and enjoy. And we did. And we all felt so much better. My kids were happy. Well, the boys had a pretty rough night because they missed their nap. But the kids were happy. And they had so much fun. 
And Georgia was in such a better mood because she enjoyed some time. She's recharged by friends too. She's a lot like me. She's an extrovert like me. Like She gets recharged by other people and we needed it. I miss an entire day of getting things done. Because I have evaluated things and I know it can shift and can pause, I didn't feel like it was too much. It was that recharge and that rest that I needed. And now I am set. I am good to go. And I have extra energy to be able to do the things that I need to do today. So what can you do to rest? Are you recharged by people like I am? Go out with a group of people and enjoy yourself. Plan a play date at a park if it's nice weather there still. Go out to eat with some other family friends. Go to a trampoline park. Let your kids go jump and play and then you hang out with the parents. Are you recharged with silence? Are you recharged with nobody around? Ask somebody to watch your kids for an hour and go to a coffee shop, stick your headphones in and read a book. What can you do to rest and recharge yourself so you have the energy you need for this busy season? So you have the energy you need to do the things that you have to do to be the mom you need to be to your kids, to be the wife you need to be to your husband. If you don't rest, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't do that. Okay, number three, write it down. I am a big advocate for not leaving things in your head. Don't try to remember it all. Either have the notes app on your phone so you can take notes when you think of something or have a notebook that stays with you so you can write things down when they pop in your head. If it pops in your head and it's something that you want to remember, write it down. You don't want to leave these things just in your head because then you're going to be scrambling trying to figure it out like, oh, I remember I needed to do something. What was that? We needed to put our new vehicle on our car insurance. And I knew we had to do it. I didn't write it down. I told my husband and it was something that he was going to do. And I usually need to remind him of these things. It's not intentional, but it's just not, he's just not good with remembering things like this. So I have to remind him. Well, I had talked to him about it and I put it out of my head. It wasn't on my list. And because I had passed it on, I just totally forgot about it. Well, I'm driving and I realized, oh my gosh, our Suburban is not on our car insurance. I really hope we don't get in a wreck today. I had a notepad and I wrote it down. And then it was out of my head. I didn't have to worry about trying to remember it. We got home and I dealt with it. But if I hadn't written it down, I probably wouldn't have remembered to deal with it when we got home. And then the next time I got in to drive, I would realize, oh shoot, I did not put the Suburban on the car insurance. Because the moment I get home, other things need my attention. I'm not thinking about that kind of stuff. So if it's written down, I can add it into my organized brain dump. Four, set reasonable expectations. I talked a bit about like homeschooling and my business. Well, when you are super busy and you know you want to do all the things, but you can't, you've already decided what you can shift, what you can move, what you can put pause on, but you have to set reasonable expectations for yourself. For homeschool, I know I can't do it all. I just can't. So I had to set reasonable expectations for myself on what I can do. And I had to find things that my kids can do on their own. And yes, I have to help them, but I can help them in the middle of cleaning the kitchen. They can sit up on the counter, work on their school, and then they can ask me questions while I'm cleaning. So I've set those expectations for myself. I know I can't sit down and teach them a whole lot of new things. So we're going to be reviewing and really learning and diving into things that they can memorize on their own, that they can study on their own. And then we have my house. I know I can't keep up on the normal cleaning routines that I have just because there's other things that need my attention. Now I'm not letting it get really bad. I'm keeping it clean, 
but I'm not doing all the deep clean scrubbing like I normally would as often as I would. It's still getting done. It's just spaced out a little bit more. My business, I talked a little bit about how I have put those expectations on myself for what I can do. I've set those aside. I've decided what is okay to shift or put pause on. And I've set those reasonable expectations for myself. So when I don't hit that deadline, I know, oh, it's okay. I've shifted things a little bit. That deadline is not as hard of a deadline as it normally would be. And my kids, I have to set reasonable expectations for my kids. Their life has been turned topsy-turvy. Things that they would normally use are packed up. There's boxes surrounding them all over the place. They're going to have moments that it affects them. It affects me as an adult. So just imagine how it would affect kids. So I have to have those reasonable expectations, knowing what they can and can't do, knowing that there's probably going to be a few more outbursts than there normally would be because their emotions are going to be a little jumbled at the moment with their life being turned upside down. So I have to set those reasonable expectations for everything around me and for myself. Number five, the last thing and the main thing, don't skimp on the prayer. When you're deciding what can shift and what can be set aside for a moment, don't let that be prayer. We always need prayer, but in your busy season, when you're feeling like you are going to get worn down and exhausted and you can't do it all and you just don't know how you're supposed to get through this season, that's when you need prayer the most. That's when you need to rely on God the most. We need to rely on him all the time in every season, but in those busy seasons, you can't do it on your own. You can't do all the things, but you can do a whole lot more when you're relying on God. So don't skimp on the prayer. Let that be the first thing on your list of what you need to do. The first thing you prioritize. Okay, mom, I don't know if you're in that busy season now, or you're headed into a busy season, or maybe you had a poop explosion this morning with your kid and poop hit the fan, literally or figuratively. I really hope that these five tips can help you work through it. Set those reasonable expectations for yourself. Get some rest and enjoy the middle of this busy season. Oftentimes, especially when we have kids, we go from one busy season to another. It's just one thing after another. And we can feel like we're just living in the busy. But if you can take these five tips and apply them to your everyday life, you won't feel like you're just living in the busy. You're going to feel like you can actually enjoy life no matter the season, whether it's a busy season or a season of rest. So take these five tips to heart and really dive in and see how you can apply these to your life. Don't forget, get entered in to win an Amazon gift card by signing up for the Restored Mama newsletter. Just head over to RestoredMama.com. A pop-up's going to come and give you the option to sign up. Super easy. I will see you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.